Hi, this is Kev Lakes Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I'm delighted to say that in my quest to bring you blues from around the world, I'm having a catch-up now with Eduardo Machado from Milk and Blues, who are based in Brazil. Eduardo, are you well? Hello there, Kev. Thank you for having me. Now, it's uh, a couple of years since we last spoke. I see straight away that you've had a, a, a lineup change, haven't you? Uh, we have had a few changes. Um, I'm not sure, actually, when we last talked. But, yeah, we, we, did, have some, we did have some changes in the, in the members of the band, yeah. The one that stands out to me is Anne is no longer with you. And you've got, uh, is it Zia or Zaya? Uh, Fabrizia, or as she likes to be called, Zia. Uh, and uh, she's actually she's American. So we we then had uh, we we used to be all Brazilian. Now we are almost all Brazilian. We have one American girl in the band. She's one of the lead singers now, and she um, she actually she lived in the United States till she was I think twenty something, and then she came to Brazil. We met her uh, a few years after she she moved to Brazil. She's a singer. She's a performer, and she participated in the auditions we had. So, and now she's been with us since then. And we have with American Girl. Another change we had, uh, kind of recently. I think it was around three years ago. Uh, we had uh, a change in the harmonica player. So we used to have Injara, who was the girl who used to play. So a lot of videos people see on YouTube. Also for the one record that we recorded, the one album we recorded. Uh, Injara was the, the harmonica player. Today, what we have is Leandro. So, a lot of the most recent videos people see, and also for the second uh, album that we have on Spotify and all uh, streaming platforms, we have this second player, the, the, the current player that we have now, which is Leandro Lopez. And, well, he's also a fantastic player. He's been with us for the last, uh, the past three years. And, yeah, I think those are. Those are the big changes we had, or we've had, uh, recently. And you're saying that the the second album is available online for download or streaming or whatever. Uh, no plans to release that as a CD? Currently, no. I mean, not as a physical CD. I mean, it, it's been nearly impossible for us to, to sell any um, physical media. I myself like to have that, too. I would be an enthusiast of having a physical CD because I still like to get it in my hands, you know, unfold it, check uh, producer names and, and all the musicians who played in each track and so on, and also have all the lyrics. So we do have that for the first album, which was released in 2015. Uh, for the second one, it was uh, a little of a shorter uh, album. We did, for the first one, we had only originals, so all of our compositions. In the second one, we had only songs of other artists. And uh, we don't plan actually to have a physical CD of that one. Right. At least at the moment, we don't know how that's gonna go. But for us, it, it hasn't been a good investment uh, to you know to have a physical media because people are not people are not buying that. So you can download yeah. if you want. The problem that a lot of people are having is they can't perform at the moment because of the pandemic, and that's where they sold a lot of their merchandise, i.e. CDs, T-shirts, that kind of thing. 
the album that you've recorded that is now available for streaming when was that recorded was it before the pandemic or was it after actually the the recordings were were way before um i think we recorded those songs in 2018 or 2019 so uh we didn't think of those as as an album we were actually it was a live session that we recorded for uh basically for our youtube videos we recorded actually more than what we had in the CD, uh, but we ended up not using everything we recorded. That was released first as YouTube videos. So each of the songs were, was, was released first on YouTube. And then later, we decided to turn that into an album because people often complain to us that, like, you don't have any cover songs. You know, you only have, we had the one album which uh, carries 20 original tracks. People often complain and say, hey, I want to listen to, you know, your versions of other artists' songs. And we, we didn't have any material like that. So a, lo a long time after we recorded, we decided to remaster that and release it as an album on all the music platforms. And so, so actually that, that was kind of not the original idea, but it ended up being this second album uh, because we had that material. Also, then this second album was released during the pandemic, but it was not recorded during the pandemic. It was recorded like two years before that. The songs that eventually became that album, were they songs that you've been mm -hmm. performing for some time or did you choose them especially for that recording? We we had been playing them for some time. Uh, so each each one of them, not not all of them, for the same time. So some of the songs we have there, we had been playing for years before recorded. We would always have at least two or two and a half hours of of, of songs we could play at at any given time, you know, at the blink of an eye, mm -hmm. and there would be no problem. But overall, we would have close to five hours of, of songs because we were used to playing in nightclubs and uh, parties, weddings, festivals. So we did have a lot of songs that we could just play at any given time. Uh, when we have to choose songs to record, it's always difficult because uh, also people have come to expect different things from us. So whatever we do, uh, not everybody is happy about it. So some people like to go for, uh, you know, older songs we do a lot of 70s uh we do a lot of uh, beatles we do rolling stones we do a lot of that we always wish we could record more there's always that there's always a lot of discussion in the band too so we can get <laughs> to a unanimous list uh, and also at the time i recorded this uh it was the introduction of the band with this new uh members so that was also one of the things that we had to do we wanted to show people who these two new people were and that they were just as good as one that had come before them that we wanted to show people the new members and introduce them to our audience so that was also taken into consideration for this particular list yeah well you were saying that you perform at uh, nightclubs and various other venues over the years you have performed at numerous places in brazil are there certain places that you play regularly uh yeah well we, we have played um uh, as much as we have been able to in brazil uh, so we have played over uh, a few different states we haven't been all over brazil especially because it's always a challenge to make longer trips financially there's a lot of interest so a lot of people 
call up, get in touch with us from all over the country, but we kind of get limited by cost when it comes to, you know, getting six, seven people around the country for uh, one show. It's kind of not doable financially. Uh, and kind of the same thing happens when we talk about going abroad. So we have been um, in contact with several different festivals in other countries. We have been in touch with people in Canada, United States, some in Europe. But in the end, it ends up being kind of expensive. So we have been traveling in Brazil. We have played several spots in Brazil in a few different states around but we haven't been able yet to um, manage uh, to get a tour uh, very far, actually. You haven't been outside of Brazil yet. But, yeah, we do hope we can do that, especially well in the U.K. A lot of people get in touch with us in the U.K. as well. That would be great, actually. Hopefully, when the pandemic eases and things get back to normal, people will be so keen to see live music again that you will be snapped up all over the place. We hope so. One of the things you sent to me in the uh, information was about a live session that you did sponsored by the City Hall. Yeah. And this was a, a fundraiser, wasn't it, for a charity? Yeah. So it, this is this is actually something that happened. As, um, there's a lot of the, um, the City Hall, um, they have funds that were already destined to certain things in the field of arts. So what happened is, because of the pandemic, a lot of the money, this, let's say, public money that was already reserved, it could no longer be used for a lot of the things that had been planned, uh, especially anything that would involve uh, crowds and public places and parks and festivals and, and, and any act, basically any activity that would be then on from then on inappropriate because of the pandemic. So uh, after a while, the the city hall decided to to repurpose uh part of those funds to something that would you know be appropriate to the scenario that we find ourselves in now which is pandemic so they uh opened up for people to uh, submit projects artistic projects that could be carried out in the circumstance of the pandemic and so that's what we did our our project was to do this live uh, show uh, this live session on YouTube. All the expenses would be covered by this public money. We would, uh, as a kind of um, to balance out things, to 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 as a form of let's say giving a social counterpart to the money that we were receiving. We include in our project this charity, this charity uh, let's say character of it. So what we did is we got all the expenses, like the studio uh, and the filming crew and everything that we needed when it comes to expenses was covered by these funds of the city hall. And then we would, during this live session, ask people, all of our, our viewers, to donate money as much as they felt like that was open for people in Brazil and for people anywhere in the world who, who wanted to donate any any quantity that they felt like, and we would be giving that. Um, well, we wouldn't be giving the money itself. We would actually buy uh, things that would be necessary for our home. So, we in this project we had the chance to choose what charity we wanted to to give the money to, or to give you know the whatever we bought with the money. So we chose uh, a home actually for for the elderly that is here in our city. It's 
basically it lives on donations. They don't ha they don't have any they don't get any money from any government, not the city, not the state, or any federal funds. So all they do is they live from donations. I already knew it because I had been there before. Uh, one of the other girls in the band also knew. So basically, what we did is we, we we got all the money from people who donated, and we bought things that the mo mostly food, but also we had hygiene items and other things that are priority for that home in particular. We bought that wholesale. We took it there uh, last week actually, so it was pretty pretty nice. It was pretty rewarding to be able to do that and and to be this connection between some person in you know in the other side of the world who wanted to participate and we were able to turn that into action and actually do some good out yeah. of our music too you were saying that the recording session that you had the video session for youtube that ended up as your second album there were more songs that you recorded that were actually on the album so is there another album in the pipeline? Yeah, this is this is the plan for um for this year. Uh so we we are actually now in the process of um organizing and choosing songs, basically preparing uh for the recordings of a third album and this one is going to be all originals again. So the thing is uh, last year was kind of like this. Uh, two, we probably would have done it last year, um, but well, we couldn't because of the pandemic. And now we're kind of preparing, so we're trying at right this moment, we're trying to prepare uh, and do everything that we can without having to actually record it and without actually having to get together uh, because of the situation of the pandemic, especially in Brazil, especially. Uh, the last week and this week it has been the worst ever. Like so, it has peaked again here and to a you know a new peak. Right, mm. it's worse than ever, and we are not going to be able to do anything at the moment as planned. We're not going to get together. We're not going to get together to record. So, so we still don't know how that's going to work. A lot of the even before the recording, we're going to. We're going to have to get together and play and, you know, have this part of the development of arranging songs and testing things out and experimenting with different ideas. And that is something that we have to be together to do. So what we do now, we are selecting songs. We're thinking about what we're going to do. We're thinking about uh, themes and even, you know, what we're going to do for uh, maybe an overall theme for the record or what... Even photography, uh, see what we're going to do when it comes to uh, visual and uh, graphic design and everything. But at the moment, we cannot move on with this process of getting together and playing music, which is really important, before we actually record. Mm. So, well, yeah, that's the plan. But uh, right now, we don't know. We don't know how that's going to go. Last year there was always this feeling that, oh, things are getting better. And then, oh, no, things are a little worse. And now, oh, no, things are getting better again. Yeah. So we, we have been in this roller coaster, and now things have gotten a lot worse. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how that's going to be. It's very uncertain. Regarding the forthcoming album, you say it's going to be original material, and you've got a couple mm -hmm. of new members on the band. Has that 
changed the direction of the music or has that enforced what you used to do? Um, it's hard to say. Uh, we do have a lot of different things. Uh, one, one of the things that we always, um, that was always interesting, I think this is kind of what happens for you know most bands and this difference between a band and a solo artist, which is the, the mix of influences and the mix of, um, of interest things that people like each each member of the band has a kind of a different taste and when you have a band the idea is that we let that in uh, as opposed to an artist which is just going to have like solo artists versus musicians who are going to play whatever they're told so we, we always have this thing where we, we we have this idea in our minds that we are playing the blues but not always this this is why we have the name band and this is was our original idea of playing the blues. But now that has extended to a lot of different things. They don't go like anywhere, like we're not going to do any kind of something. We kind of rotate around the blues, but we also go to different styles, including a lot of soul, right, which is soul music. It's kind of black, there's a lot of black music in, in the work we do. And, um, so we do like a lot of funk. We do like a lot of soul music. There's this, even uh, this, a lot of influence from um, choir kind of music from uh, from the context of churches in the United States. Uh, that is also a huge influence. We do like to sing, right? So from the beginning, we've, we've always tried to include a lot of singing, a lot of backing vocals because of that idea that uh, concept of having choir music so we don't do choir music exactly but we do have a lot of singing so we a lot of the songs that we recorded we had the six members singing so that was one of the ideas in in the first album we had for example we did once record at least one uh, traditional blues so it was like more of an let's say an obvious element of blues so this is the one something when you listen to you say oh yeah this is this is a blue song. So we did one of those and the others were kind of, they had all the, we had two elements of blues, but some of them were more like radio songs that could actually play on the radio. So I, I don't know yet. We're probably going to have a mix of those things. We do try to, to do different things. We, we converge in a mix of blues and rock and, and, and pop and funk and soul. And that would be my <laughs> my way of defining that. Well, I wish you all the best for the future, and uh, hopefully things will get back to a certain sense of normality soon. And uh, maybe that dream of coming over to the UK will actually appear one day. But thank you for taking the time out oh, to yeah. have this chat, and uh, good luck for the future. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, well, we hope we can we can be in the UK, and and you know maybe can even meet per in person that would be great that would be good yes okay take care my friend you too bye-bye bye-bye and i hope you enjoyed that little interview there and there will be more as we record more for the show and we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well so plenty more to come and of course if you want to hear the whole show there is always listen again i'll see you next time take care